Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by ProTaper. Uh, it is the Monday after the canceled Oakland jet ski race. I'm Don Maeda, joined by Alex Ray, Chase Curtis in the office. And on the line, we have Mike Antonovich as usual. But we have a special guest today for our first uh, few minutes. Uh, the newest... Uh, Non-Kickstart. What? Non-Kickstart. Non-Kickstart. Yeah, no oh, kickstart yeah, yeah, yeah. No more Kickstart. It's the Electric Star podcast with uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuit, Kawasaki's Carson Mumford. So, CM Clothing, dude. Congratulations, dude. We're all very stoked for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. So, give us the rundown in the last couple of weeks because you had a broken wrist. You finished your your RM. Was that 250 or 125? Yeah, it's a 250. Okay, you built that up. You made it really ugly with, like, retro graphics. <laughs> <laughs> it looks sick <clears throat> got a hold of some old is that canvas remade answer gear or is that old legit no answer? that's old answer gear off ebay yeah i mean i had definitely a lot of time on my hands when i uh broke my wrist and my injury was pretty bad too so i definitely wanted to take some time just to myself and and uh not not think about dirt bikes but yeah. you know not really put all my focus into riding and training right away just because i was so heavy into it when i mm-hmm. got hurt so I, I took a little bit of a, a break as like probably a couple weeks and not the longest of break, but it felt like a long time. And, uh, sitting there bored, I, uh, got my hands on some just old project bikes. I got a, uh, RM125 that I'm still working on, mm-hmm. but it's going to get put off to the side for a little bit. And I got the, uh, 1991 RM250 that I bought in a box for like 700 bucks and just was piecing it together and. Came out. I think it came out pretty sick. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You looks might not good. like the graphics, but yeah, I, <laughs> I, I had to go with the retro look on that one. Hey, so Carson, it's A Ray. I was texting you a little bit yesterday about it. Uh, do you have like? Are you? Do you have a KX125 on the map yet? That, <laughs> yeah, right. That, that you're <laughs> gonna <laughs> buy. I got. Oh yeah, I got one on the map. I had one that Mitch built that I bought from Sean Cantrell when I was 13 years old. And that was the first ever big bike I rode. I rode it one time, and then it sat in the garage forever because my super minis were faster than it. <laughs> and then I sold it to Longhorn. Oh, and gotcha. I, I saw Longhorn the other day at, just at the track. He's like, hey, I still got that KX125. And I was like, well, don't sell it because if I ever ride Cowie, I want that thing back. I'm doing another build on that. He's like, all right, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Okay, so you, you, got, the, you got the RM finished. And you went yeah. out and rode it at Fox Raceway? You're already back no. on the bike? Uh, yeah, I, I didn't ride that at, at Fox Raceway. I actually, I first thing I rode was my RM85 in the garage. I had built one of those a while ago for no reason. And uh, I was itching to ride. I was cycling and everything, and my wrist felt good. And I talked to the doctor, and he said it looked good. And team was still uh, kind of piecing a bike together because they were so busy just with you know the other riders that were riding and racing so mm-hmm. i was like screw it it was an afternoon i just took that thing out 
behind my house at, at Elsinore, just like uh, in the fields and just rode a turn track and felt awesome. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm looking forward to the doctor mm. appointment that I had coming up. Went to went to the doctor appointment. He said everything looked great. I got released to start riding full time. And he said probably about a week outdoors and I could start riding Supercross. So um, now switching over to ride for Monster Energy Pro Circuit Kawasaki. I will ride a week of outdoors and start riding Supercross. Nice. So are you east or west? I'm west. My first race back um, is Oakland. So I'm still sitting out these next two rounds. Mitch, uh, I talked to all the sponsors and everything and got the mm-hmm. okay for just because he, he understands too. And he has kids and, and he doesn't want to see them ever get hurt. So he he talked to me and was like, really take your time because I, I realize how serious your injury is. So just take it really, really slow. When you come back to riding, just, you know, ride within your limits. If you get tired, ride slower. Just keep it on two wheels and get healthy and get strong. So that that's that's why we're riding another week outdoors, just to uh, get situated on the bike, make sure everything is perfect, and then start riding supercross. Okay, but how uh, did this deal come together? Like, yeah, because we saw you riding the Suzuki at Thursday at Glen Helen doing motos. Well, I I always stop by Mitch's office like every so often, every couple months or once a month or something, just because. You know, I've known him since I was 10 years old. I, I used to stay at his house all the time, you know. So we're friends. I, I always go in and just say hello. I'll bring Maddie G coffee or lunch or something because he's my roommate. Just say hi to all the boys down here. I'll, I get along with everyone great down here. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not super uncommon to see me down here just saying hi and just BSing with Mitch about just random stuff. And, uh, I came down here right after I broke my wrist. I was just bored. I hung out with Matty G and just kicked it. Didn't really say much. Mitch was like, oh, man, I'm bummed to see you hurt. You know, you're riding great. Uh, he, he said that he he really saw that I was really taking it serious and working hard. So I was like, cool, that's, that's good to hear. Because, you know, you can work as hard as you want. And only thing people really get to see is your little Instagram posts here and there, mm-hmm. other than if they're at the track with you every day. So it was nice to to know that he saw that I was really working hard and uh then yeah Friday I hadn't really talked to him since I sent him a video of me riding and he didn't respond (laughs) (laughs) so I was like all right I was just just letting me know I was just riding you know he called me when I got hurt so I was just kind of just checking back in with him and then obviously Austin got hurt I, I didn't talk to him at Anaheim or anything I just said I rode on Friday and then Went and did the gym workout, hung out at the shop, and I was like, I'm going to drive down to uh, PC and just say hi to everyone and blah, blah, blah. And so I'm like, oh, I know Mitch will be there real late. So I got down here on 7 o'clock at night, and uh, <laughs> I was like, hey, what's going on? Just talking to everyone. Mitch was in his office. I went to walk over to his office, and he's like, hey, give me a few minutes. And he comes over, and he's like, what are you doing down here? I'm like, oh, I just came to say hi. And he's like, well, hey all right, you can leave, you know, just like messing with me. (laughs) (laughs) And then it was just like dead silent for like a minute and a half, you know? And and I know that I've known Mitch for so long. I know that he, he don't care if it's awkward or he has to sit in silence. You know, he, he loves to play those games with you. So we just sat in silence for like a minute and a half. He's like, all right, come in my office. You came down here to talk to me. And then he's like going into his office. He's like, 
looking for a filling rider. And I was like, well, I could be that guy. He's like, well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, right on. <laughs> I was super unexpected. And I was like, that's awesome. He's like, how is it feeling riding? I'm like, it feels really good. And it, it feels like I haven't really skipped a beat. I've been really working hard off the bike. So, uh, obviously I felt a little rusty the first day riding and stuff, wore some new boots just to break those in, which probably wasn't a good idea, but, um, yeah, feeling good back riding. And he's like, all right, well, I can probably have a bike ready for you on Tuesday. So today's Monday. Hell yeah. Wow. That's that sick. easy, huh? So yeah, that, how did it work quick. with your, how did it work with your team? Cause I know, uh, you know, you're obviously with bar X. Yeah. Well, I, didn't have a contract with them. I had a contract with them last year, mm-hmm. but this year I, I was never presented with a contract. It was kind of just, I don't know if it, I don't know, just kind of just kind of a handshake deal, right? Yeah. More, more so just a handshake deal. And, uh, yeah, I just got this opportunity and couldn't pass it up. I, I know, uh, it, they put a lot of work and, and effort into me and I really appreciate it. It's just an opportunity of a lifetime for me you know, yeah. as, as most racers know, and most fans know too, that opportunities like this don't come often. And a lot of the times they don't ask twice. So mm-hmm. I just going to take this and run with it as far as I can. How did yeah. the, uh, how the team handle it? Your old team? Um, a little bit ups and downs, but they understand, you know, and, and, uh, I've known everyone over there since I was a, just a little tiny kid. So it's like family. And uh, it's all it's all gonna be good. Nice. So I mean, you the whole Mitch thing. You you alluded to knowing him for a long time, but you're on Team Green forever, and he built your stuff, right? Yep. Hey, yeah, so he, um, quick question: Are you gonna be a, uh, are you still gonna be training with Taft, or are you gonna go a different direction? Hmm. As of now, I'm still uh, training with Taft off the bike. Uh, on the bike, he's gonna have to go to the tracks and stuff with with the bar X team. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably, I mean, I'm sure days I'm going to run into him and ride with him and stuff, but, um, it's just going to be probably me as of right now, just getting used to riding with this new team and, and taking advantage of getting to ride with these great guys every day. You know, it's, it's not often that you get to show up to the track and have the full PC boys there and, and get to ride with them. Mm-hmm. So going to take that, going to take that and run with it for sure. Um, me and Taft are, are really tight too. So, I'm sure we're going to. Yeah. You guys have figured it out. Eh? Um, so you're back. Uh, so it's, it's, it's weird, right? Like you had, uh, whenever you were on the Honda team, the, what the chaparral Honda team with Michael Lindsay, yeah. uh, Tony Archer was Cody shocks mechanic. So <laughs> I hear, I hear he is now your mechanic or he will be. Yep. Oh, yep. Dude, that's, that's going to be good. Huh? Yeah. No, me and him get along great, and it's it's funny how you meet people and you spend so much time with them, not working together, and you become friends and stuff, and then just coincidentally you get to work with them down the road. So that's really cool. Heck yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude, we're stoked for you, dude. It's it's awesome, you know. I mean, like I've I've seen you, I've I've seen how hard you work. Like you know, even last year whenever we were training together, you know, with Davey, you know, it seems like you know you you just work your ass off and good things happen. I I do. I do believe that the harder you work, the better luck that you have. And, you know, like I feel like these last couple of years, you, you knew your situation. You got dealt some shitty hands, you know, with, with the whole, you know, FC closing its doors and the whole, whole deal with all that. 
Um, so it's it's kind of like I don't know. It's like a breath of fresh air for you. I feel like you have that like second chance at a factory deal, you know, and you feel like you're even more accomplished now because you had to claw your way back, yeah. you know, riding for let's say these B teams. Yeah. And uh, I I just think it's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Thanks. It's it's a uh, definitely a dream come true and uh yeah i might have got the short end of the stick here and there but it's definitely made me tougher and it's definitely made me appreciate more things i know it sounds cliche you probably heard this a million times from kids my age in the sport who've gone through the exact same thing but it's really true you know i i definitely appreciate all these these guys working really hard for me you know dealing with some of the stuff that i've i've wrote for in the past past it it uh always wasn't always that way so I definitely know what I have, and I, I will not take it for granted. Mm-hmm. So, hey, let's talk about your wrist injury. That thing was broke as hell. Dude. Yeah. Pictures, yeah right? And that, that wasn't that was long that. ago. No, that was uh, yeah. that was beginning of December, right, Carson? Yeah, December 1st. Dude. How do you feel? <laughs> really good surgeon? or? Yeah, I mean, yeah, from I the really, x-rays. Really good surgeon. Um, I got surgery the next day, which definitely helped. Um. Yeah, I just try to do all the right things, like with all my injuries, whether it's using the magnet or going down to Dr. G's every day. I was sleeping in hyperbaric chambers at times. Um, I really tried to leave no stone unturned when it mm-hmm. came to that. Um, even though I was taking my time coming back to riding, uh, like this injury to me was so bad that like I thought it was going to affect my everyday life without even having racing in the picture you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah so, no, like i mean and you probably was, got a little bit of that from me you probably got a little <laughs> yeah. bit up <laughs> yeah yeah seriously I that's can't the the most. i'm like my buddy a ray dude he's screwed dude i know well no i'd always <laughs> joke with him i was like dude my wrist is fucked i'm never gonna be a freaking like a diesel auto mechanic because i can't get in there and like, do anything cause my wrist doesn't bend <laughs> yeah. And, yeah 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 so i seen it firsthand and um to be honest like dude it was like almost the end of me like I always had told myself never give up, never quit, and I had worked so hard, and it felt like I kept working harder and harder, and I wasn't really getting. It seemed to me like I wasn't getting closer to accomplishing anything. Like, yeah, I had some good finishes last year, but nothing to like write home about. Yeah. Um, a sixth at San Diego, which is which is great on a not a factory team, but still like I had a long ways to go, and uh, yeah, there was. With it not being my fault, really, either, it was no one's fault. Just a freak accident, having that big of a crash and getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there was, there was days right after surgery that I'm like, dude, is this is this for me? And then you kind of snap back into it, you know, like, what am I even thinking? This is this is my my life, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it was it was a pretty gnarly injury. I, I had crashed really, really hard, and I thought I broke my back at first, and then I was laying there, and I rolled over, and my kind of had not stealing my legs and that started coming back around then i saw my wrist and once i saw my wrist i just told everyone around me call 911 right now it's poking through the skin yeah yeah so, call the amblam dude yeah call the amblam <laughs> don't tell a ray dude <laughs> <laughs> oh man hey carson confirm or deny didn't you do a pc trial like a year or two ago like you rode the bike so, so right after it's it's funny is when geico folded i same thing. I was, right. was coming down to Mitch's oh, office all the Joe. time. I had, I had come down here pretty much every day of the week, and I would grab a broom and sweep the shop until Mitch <laughs> would 
he'd find me in the shop. He's like, what are you doing? And I'd be like, I don't have a job. So like, if you need a broom boy, I'm your broom boy. And they'd be like, all right, get in my office. Let's talk. You know, I, I was, I was doing everything I could. And, uh, he, I, I talked him into letting me ride the bike one day and it took a lot of convincing, but he's like, all right, next week, let's, let's schedule a day. You come out. We're going to have you, Shimoda, a few other guys come out. Well, I leave his office. I go ride and crashed and broke my hand. Oh. And I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, no one's going to hire me if I'm hurt right now. So I'm just not going to tell anybody. And so I just like rode with it and did the best I could. And he's, he's like, yeah, you look good, but you know, let me down easy and said that I think I need someone that's got more supercross experience. And I'm like, all right, I'm yeah. saying, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, this, I haven't rode a PC bike since that day. Well, this probably, that probably makes us feel even a little sweeter. I mean, it's like you've been chasing this hot yes. chick and you, you finally got her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so even back to team green days. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Seriously. It, it goes way back. I, I was on a Kawasaki when I was nine. Just yeah. doing the whole team green thing, going down to Mitch's house, hanging out with him. We were really close. I was really close with the, the Cincerellos and, you know, Adam was living with Mitch and I, tried to use him as a good example because he was winning everything and, and was doing all the right things so i i really tried hard and spent a lot of time with ryan holiday and all the people down at, at cowie and everything so it's almost like when i come back here it's like hey yeah i haven't mm-hmm. seen you since you're a little guy <laughs> yeah so uh today's a busy day for you you're driving all over the place right yeah went to dr t's this morning went to the gym and then uh went by fox and got to pick up some some new gear that was awesome you're sick so can't wait to show everyone it <laughs> and yeah down at pro circuit right now in the parking lot on the phone with you guys gonna go in and talk to everybody and they, they're revving up my bike right now outside so, <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't you didn't swing my bell and pick up a helmet well he already has a bell well i, was, oh. I got oh, a bell already a special. With, uh, yeah yeah those guys are tight so it's, the M it's perfect yeah yeah <laughs> nice. yeah well, hey, Carson, man, uh, I know for me, I've known you since you were a little kid, so I'm super excited for you, but everyone on uh, <clears throat> everyone on our staff, uh, you know, we're excited for you and uh, hope the best and can't wait till Oakland, February 18th. Yep. yep. CM it's, Green. It's really cool. I uh, I feel like I pretty much grew up in the industry as, as a little kid, so I know a lot of you guys, it's, it's, I'm like family, so it's really cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, hey, man, go rev that bike of yours. <laughs> All right. Thanks for All giving right. us a call. Thanks, guys. We'll Thanks, see man. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate right, it. Hey, Ray, take care of your wrist. I took care of mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've tried to. <laughs> All right. See you guys. All right. Later. Later. So, Anton, how was the weekend at home instead of in Oakland? Uh, it was fun. It was needed. It was It was. I think everybody kind of feels that way. Uh, a Anaheim one was so hectic. It was nice to kind of get a minute to get our bearings about ourselves and know what we need to do. Because uh, I think if we would have had to go straight into Oakland with what was going to be there, it would have sucked. Yeah. Dude, Anaheim was one was hectic. I was it just was. I was thinking about it this morning. I'm like, dude, I have calluses on my knuckles from just Ugh. knuckling everybody. What's up, dude? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Yeah, you know. Fist so, bumps. So uh, you got all the – you got the podcast and the news breakdown regarding the Oakland postponement. 
you know what's funny is the Dirtworks Instagram uh, page, they put up an announcement with like a slideshow. The slideshow looked better than I thought it was going to look. Did, did you look at it? I was it like, yeah. they could have wasted that, but no. I mean, no. I think, but, yeah. And then, well, listening, Anton, you put up that midweek podcast. And so that kind of made a lot more sense to me after seeing the photos because it sounds like they got more rain after those photos were taken, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I don't know if, like, were flights getting canceled up there and all that stuff. So that's something that I was worried about, too, with the weather that yeah. they were getting there, like in, in that amount of flooding. I was wondering if a lot of the flights were getting canceled and, and everything like that. And then I think all the roads going into the stadium were shut down. Well, yeah. I mean, dude, there was land mudslides and freaking everything. Sinkholes. Yeah, sinkholes, all of it. All kinds of crazy shit. I'm just glad that they postponed the race so you didn't have to fry like six clutches mm-hmm. and ruin your practice point. Yeah, right? yeah, I know it. You know? That, that was actually a, a blessing in disguise because, I mean, I didn't want to. I, I didn't – I don't – I don't want to ride the mud and just ruin a brand new motorcycle, yeah, especially yeah. whenever there's no parts. And it's yeah. round two. Yeah, and it's round two. <laughs> I, got, I got to race that thing for the rest of the year. Yeah. 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 So, Anton, for those who didn't hear the uh, the podcast or see the news break, what's the gist of their decisions and all that? So, by Tuesday, they had <clears throat> the majority of the track laid out. It was definitely going to be modified, um, and they were routing the track to avoid a couple – like wet low spots on the field down the third baseline. So there was already some stuff to get that handled. That had been a big obstacle. Uh, Mike Buett even told me that to save like running cables and to like limit the infrastructure on the ground, they'd agreed with NBC to have all the cameras mounted in the stands instead of so many on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was little things that they were doing to, to make that happen. Uh, by Tuesday night, they had had the starting gate completely laid out. They had some other stuff set up. Um, but then the rain started again, like late Tuesday night into Wednesday morning. And that's what forced them to make the decision. At that point, it was going to just keep raining. Um, Mike explained and Alex from Dirtworks had explained this to me as well. Uh, Monster Jam being in Oakland the week before was a big help because they built a lot of stuff already for the Dirtworks guys to come in and just start working right off of that. And even as they cracked into some of the big mounds that the trucks had been jumping over, Although it had been raining so much, a lot of that dirt underneath was fairly dry, so mm-hmm. they were able to move it around. But there were some pretty bad spots of the track that were going to be a problem, and as the rain just kept coming, it was all going to get that way. So I asked Huey, and he straight up said, like, there had been nobody from, like, the local government or the state of California or anything that said that they needed to stop. Uh, but it was just a better decision amongst everybody. You know, after San Diego 2019, everybody's pretty much in agreement yeah. of – Let's not do this again. Let's not yeah. have these issues. That was terrible. Uh, I think there had even been some stuff like in the dirt at the Oakland Monster Jam that people were like, well, hey, are we going to be in this stuff with our motorcycles soon? So they were all kind of watching that. Mm-hmm. Um, it does suck because they do have to drive, you know, all the way from Florida <laughs> to California back to and then back. I mean, that is a pretty big one. But, um, you know, Felt has 23 trucks. The AMA has trucks on the road, too. They know that they have to do it. It's the only time of the season that they can get that venue availability. Mm-hmm. Um, the next off weekend, the one that everybody kept eyeing up between like Seattle and Arizona is um, right around the time or is the time that the A's will be playing like uh, the Anaheim Angels. So they can't mm. go then. This is like that, that late February part is pretty much the drop dead date for Fell to go in, do everything they need to do to the floor, 
get all of their equipment off, and then have the Oakland A's uh, field team come in and put new turf down and get it all ready for opening day. So a lot of time frames that they're working in within there. It has to be a huge expense for them, though, because they're not doubling up with a Monster Jam the following weekend for this February 18th. It's a Mm one-off, dirt in, dirt out. So was just straight-up canceling it never an option because they would have to refund tickets or – Mm-hmm. And like to find other venues right now too. I know some people were like, "We'll just go to you know Arizona and do that." You know, we can just keep going there. That's always there. Um, that place is pretty much under lock and key until the Super Bowl's done. They don't want that thing to get destroyed. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing that Newey had said was, you know, we've been selling tickets to this place since October. Uh, NorCal is a hardcore market for us. Like, think of yeah. everybody that's in that Bay Area thing, the people that are in the Nevadas, all that stuff is right there. Even people that come down from Oregon. We don't want to lose those people because how are you going to resell all those tickets to another like random date that quick? It's, mm-hmm. it's easier just to try to run everything again, honor everything that you got rather than take a big loss somewhere else. So it, it all makes sense. Um, and I think that people in NorCal will be psyched to get that up there. I mean, that shows like how important that race is. Yeah. You know, it's crazy is like I think everyone involved in the racing and the promotion of the race, the coverage – like we're all stoked, right? Mm-hmm. But do you have these fans on Instagram like, "Dog, Ricky would have raced," or yeah, you know, like, yeah. There's a lot that. more that like goes into it than than just being soft, right? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. it, yeah, these people didn't have fucking chemical burns on their nuts. <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> what I mean. Gate. Yeah, they yeah. don't they don't understand the pain that we had to fucking go through after that. But I mean, even Did beyond that, like how bad it fucked your bikes, right? Yeah, no, it was yeah. it ruined our motorcycles, ruined them. Yeah. Megan was talking about that the other night uh, as we were discussing this, and she's like, dude, I remember walking through the pits after San Diego Supercross that night and just hearing tons of privateers just screaming like, my balls, oh my god, I'm on fire. (laughs) Bro, I had to to sleep. It was bad. I had to sleep X, like like an X. Leg spread? Yeah, leg spread. The whole week. Couldn't ride, do nothing. I I was still messed up the next weekend. So I always hear all this stuff that messed up people's nutsacks, right? What about your eyes? Like if you took so, your goggles it, off. Uh, it didn't mess Paul Telly mess up his eyes? Yeah, right? Paul Telly's eyes, the back of his knee, like had yeah. a, like a big-ass hole Ugh, in it. Yeah. Yeah, like a lot of people, it affected other people differently. But Maybe yeah, it was, it was depending on what type of vision where you were wearing. Mm-hmm. You were protected. I was. By blur? No, at By that point blur, I was X-Brand, yeah. Oh. I was X-Brand. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, <clears> so uh, we have San Diego this weekend. Yep. It's not raining different right stadium. now. They have different stadium, but it's going to rain Thursday again. Like, yep. do, you, do we even are we worried at all about a wet race? Uh, I, I think San Diego doesn't have a chance of rain Thursday, so it should yeah. be okay. Mm, I was yeah. maybe worried about no press day again, which would suck. But oh, uh, but if it rains Thursday, we'll I don't know, man. Is it supposed no, to rain Thursday? I think it'll be fine because the dirt down there it's a little bit harder at San Diego than it is up here at Anaheim. Like the dirt's more, a little bit more hard packed. I I will say that in the nighttime of the race, the moisture is going to come up down there in San Diego, mm-hmm. and with it being so slick, it's it's going to be like ice at night. Mm. As of now, no chance of rain past tomorrow in San Diego. Oh, really? Yeah. Sick. But it did rain there this morning, didn't it? Yeah, it's raining today and tomorrow in San Diego, though. Oh, it should be fine yeah. then, yeah. I mean, with the way we had Anaheim, with how much rain we got, yeah. everything's yeah. going to be fine. How did she open that door? <laughs> How, how did that dog open that door? I do what not understand. Seth, <laughs> yeah. sorry. Sorry if you're listening. My dog just broke through the office door. 
Sit down. You're going to mess with the wires. So, uh, uh, San Diego, that's where you blew that giant hole in your leg, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, different different, different stadium, stadium yes, but yeah. Yep. I freaking seat bounced just three in with my fucking foot on the rear brake. <laughs> oh, dude, I remember. <laughs> I, I didn't know you yet then, but I remember yeah. you rode by me in the tunnel, and I was like, Whoa! <laughs> no, I had I had um, blood like all over my mechanics' shoes, inside my boot, like all over my gear. Um, there was like guts and stuff like on the seat, Ooh. all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it was bad. No, no, last man. year wasn't great either. You don't have to talk about that. Mm-mm. Yeah. Is this weekend? Uh, <laughs> is it going to be a military appreciation or anything? Uh, Tampa. Tampa. Tampa is, is okay. Because I always think of San Diego's yeah. the round, but so. Um, with this past weekend, with Oakland being postponed, a lot of the privateers went to Arena Cross. Oh Arena my Crash. Gosh, Holy yeah. cow. Anton, you should have went. I feel like we need – I want to see this more often. Yeah. Yeah, I love that Arena Cross. <laughs> I watch that Arena Cross every Friday. I love yeah. that. I, I love how, like, all the privateers were all stoked on, like, yeah. oh, yeah, dude, I'm going to go down there. Hell, yeah, it's going to be sick. It's going to be fun. And then talking to him afterwards, like – Dude, that sucked. Have <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you talked to Cade? Yeah, I talked to him a little bit. Was he up wow. there? Uh, he, he said that like he had a rough go. You know, he had a he he crashed almost every time he was on the track in the in the racing. Um, he had to go all the way down to the LCQ. Luckily, he pulled out a heroic ride in the LCQ, making the main. And then <laughs> um, I think he got second in the first main, and then tenth in the second main or something like that he had a bad start had to you know he was back row both times so <laughs> was he sick or did he get punched in the the neck the throat area because his i saw a post-race interview and he was talking like uh, chisholm i have no idea i know he i know he did get punched i know he did get. <laughs> well punched. i know he got punched a, cu- a couple times or yeah right? yeah there was a fight at, with <laughs> him and stanky yeah so so what happened like so off he the was gate, lapping Stanky. No, okay. So well, yeah, here's what happened. Okay, he takes off the gate in the heat race. They're like the first heat race. Cade had the line. He went up, and then pretty much, it doesn't even look like he hit Stanky. Stanky just rode off the top of the berm, mm-hmm. like because he had nowhere to go. I mean, he could have slowed down a little bit. He just he committed to something. I feel like that he shouldn't have committed to and then he went over the berm and then he thought that Cade had cleaned him out, which maybe he did. I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm just mm-hmm. calling it how I've seen it on the TV. Um, he was a lap down. Cade comes around to lap him. He lets Cade by and then cleans him out in the turn. <laughs> but Cade was leading the heat race. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think that whole thing just flustered Cade and it just dictated the rest of his night. And, it, you know, he was he was kind of had his back up against the wall. But he, he did good. Yeah. The, the fact that that was the first 15 seconds of the night made yeah. it must be TV because so I stood up cheering. I was just like, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, I knew this was coming. We, we were talking about it before the race happened. Right. Like, me and Megan were talking. I'm like, somebody is going to get their season just like ruined and somebody's going to get their clock clean. And yeah. like, it's all avoidable, but they're all just going to go so gung ho tonight and make it happen. And then the fact that it was the first turn in the first heat race, I stood up and cheered. I was like, yes. <laughs> so, um, but then like, I, I agree that like, I don't think that he hit stank hard or that hard. I think it was just like a perfect situation because they were going so fast yeah. into that turn. It looked like quite it was a weird slick first too. turn because it like kinked and then they just went straight fast as they could down the length of the straightaway big nice like glossy smooth berm Mm -hmm. and they were just ripping around it now i will say this about Cade: 
why he did that. Why it's just like with Barsha, like it stank. So why would you leave the door open and not think that that was going to happen? You know, he, he, I was more surprised he didn't protect the inside line and it was like oblivious to like, Oh, stank had just checked up and waited for me a whole lap. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, yeah, that was wow. And then through the rest of the night, there was just like general chaos. Just yeah. like dudes be going through the whoops, and then he'd be going uh, head first down the start straightaway. Yeah, yeah. Traffic. How about that? Other dudes were nuts. Nuts. Was that from, that that I thing that it. was going around Instagram? The guy flying off the track and hitting the wall. Was no, that, that was, was that from that race, or is that something else? That was, no, that was so, Ronnie Mack. Ronnie Mack cleaned that one guy out at that like. Uh, that's a different arena. Yeah, that's a different, different arena. Different arena yeah. That's a non-televised one. Yeah. No, that's on that's on Fox Sports One. So that's Ooh, the oh, wow. that's the Midwest competing arena cross one. So that there's the two factor factions now. There's the AMA one, which is the privateer guys went to, and then there's the general tire one, which used to be the Hoosier Arena Cross that uh Alessi's racing right now and Michael Hicks and uh those dudes, Jeff Crutcher's team, all those guys. That's mm. sick. Wow. Okay. That's where Ronnie was at. Yeah, so I, I had my flight booked to Oakland. Yes, it was spirit, but whatever <laughs> i couldn't just cancel it it was a whole deal so i ended up just changing it and going to louisville kentucky i i changed my flight and then right after i changed my flight which i mean i can't cancel it i see this arena cross and i'm like shit like damn like maybe i could have done that like i could have went up and you know got my practice bike whatever but i didn't have a, a pra- yeah. i didn't have my practice bike at yeah. the time and it it's all the way up north still um but I was like FOMO. I was having FOMO. I texted you about it. I was having FOMO a little bit. Sam was pissed because she could tell I was having FOMO, you know, while I was sitting there in Kentucky. But after I watched the race, all that FOMO was just out the window. I'm so glad you didn't (laughs) show up. I'm like, I'm like, dude, God, I mean, like, I mean, God forbid I just get cleaned out or something. Just you would oh, be the guy. You would, you would be on the start straight when Mitchell Harrison flies right in. Off yeah. (laughs) Something terrible happens and I'm freaking, you know, Oh. Do something. Yeah, yeah, you don't need to be in that. No, because you would have been one of the highlights for sure. Yeah, one hundred percent, I would have been. Like, I, it's put me on a four fifty in a tight, confined environment like that. Like, yeah. no, I, it's it was yeah. bad. So. Yeah, when you text me, I've got FOMO about Arena Cross Mall. None of your sponsors sponsor you to ride Arena Cross. <laughs> no, they don't. Yeah, <laughs> and Kenny like, Bell didn't want you there either. We we get we get money to race Supercross. That yeah. that is that is the the main thing. So. Yeah. So. Uh, we touched on it a little bit. We talked about him a lot last week, but when you were there as a privateer with mm-hmm. your own deal under that tent and stuff, how was your fan reception or, or people talking about like hearing the progress of the buildup on the podcast or anything? But like, No, I, I think it was good. A lot of people, you know, they were following along. They're like, hey, like, you know, we love what you're doing. You know, it's awesome. You got your, your – yellow dad don you know helping you out and everything i think i think it, it was uh it was a good response and i think people people loved what we were doing and i think i, I don't think a lot of people actually realize how much you've helped me this year I, I i don't i don't think they realize that and and uh yeah you have helped me a ton this year you've been like my agent mechanic like everything all, all right. of it that's what friends are for i appreciate that thank you <laughs> so uh oakland canceled so our predictions get no that doesn't that doesn't oh x'd out yeah Yeah, i thought you were about to say moved to san diego yeah are we gonna have new predictions for san diego yeah i think so Mm -hmm. i know i ain't picking the same three i picked last week 
<laughs> oh, because we uh, we were picking it because of mud, yeah. right? Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. So, no. Hey, dude. So, the other day, we're in the office, and I'm editing my vlog. Yeah. And I, like, go, hey, I've got, like, like three minutes talking to Sewell's. <laughs> like, should I make this into its own video as well as in the vlog? And, you know, yeah, you might as well. Why not? Dude, what does it have right now? It's over 100. Yeah, 100, over 100,000 views People on this. People love like, that stuff. Talking dude. to Sewell's about Kenny's bike. Just how oh, yeah. trick is Kenny's RMZ yeah, 450, right? People freaking love that. Yeah, dude. Suzuki is, like, he... Even without winning, he's made Suzuki cooler again. Yeah, and everyone's stoked. You get like money back. You get a Yoshimura pipe. pipe you get graphics. graphics Did all you see this how stuff. many Suzukis were on track at Paris? <laughs> yes, there was like no three way. or four there. Yeah, no way. Excluding Scrub Daddy, <laughs> there was a guy set up in an enclosed trailer that had two with the same number on him. Like Dude, yeah. Suzukis race. are gonna sell Glenn out. Glen Helen too. There was a bunch of Glen Helen on, yeah. on Tuesday. Suzukis are gonna sell out like toilet paper during covid yeah they're just gonna they're gonna be reselling suzuki's for like 10 grand people yeah people they should buy just, all of them. every brand yeah. should take kenny in when they start to windle off we, we need to uh, compile all this positive suzuki talk that we have over the years how many times we've listed you can get them from the dealer with a new pipe and sell yeah. this to wheeler because right? my god this is a free suzuki <laughs> maybe week. yeah maybe this isn't it's good. kenny maybe this is us i'm blue crew <laughs> i'm blue crew <laughs> How about Eli winning the race? How about that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Blue crew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I shouldn't talk about that. What? Scrub Daddy Gate. Scrub Daddy Gate? Oh, was Eli pissed? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he messaged you? Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. yeah I guess I guess Eli showed up at Hemet, Hemet. and yeah. Scrubby was already there. That's Scrub's backyard, though. That's yeah, well, but was, anyway, I think Yamaha had rented the truck or something, but Eli got out of the truck and Scrub Day was standing there, and he goes, God, does this guy have GPS on me or what? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, don't know. I mean, dude, totally understandable. I mean, you're yeah. like testing it. I mean, and then he showed up at the Yamaha truck. I like, like it because I got a video out of it. Yeah, but still, like, like, dude, I have never gone to a private Supercross track Without just asking. just to show yeah. up and see who's there, see if I could film, you know? Yeah. Like I always call and make sure I can go and talk to a rider and then I get permission from the team manager or whatever. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's just not cool. It's not good etiquette. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But yeah, I think that's great. Yeah. Now he's just all oh, Chase Sexton's gonna win. Oh god. <laughs> like before he was all Eli, Eli, Eli. Oh yeah, jeez, man. So I don't know. Okay, so San Diego predictions. I'll go first. Just top three, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sexton, Tomac, Anderson. Me. <clears throat> Anderson. I'll write these down. Tomac, Mookie. Mm. Hmm. I'm going to go. Shit. Okay. It's going to be a little hard packed. Anderson's good at hard packed stuff, but I mean, he, I think I think Anderson's going to rebound. But he still has a broken nose. Anderson, Anderson's going to rebound. I'm going to say Anderson's going to win. Yep. Didn't he win last year? No. Mm, no, he. No, didn't. he was going to. That's yeah. when the bike messed up. Yeah, that's. He right. was on the charge. Yeah, yes. I'm going to say I'm going to go with Anderson. And then I'm going to go Sexton Eli. Same Anderson Sexton Tomac. Um, Chase is really good at hard pack. 
uh, surprisingly. And we'll see how this weekend goes. I, I think at a new stadium, it'll be interesting because it's going to be yeah. way different dirt than last year. Yeah. It'll be more like what Qualcomm was because it's the exact same stuff. Yep. And it's a little, it's a little further away from the, the ocean. ocean. Yeah. Yeah. I'm stoked to be in the new <laughs> new place and see what it's like. Like a smaller place too, only like thirty thousand seats. Yeah, it's pretty small. It's gonna be like arena cross. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Dude, the funniest uh, funniest story I remember about San Diego is way, way, way back in the day when I think. Matasovich win or maybe he's on the podium or something. Yeah. And he is like pinning it out of there. Like to try to get home and she's pinning it through the parking lot and went around some fans and did everything and he got pulled over by the cops. And the cops pulled him out and he smelled like champagne, so they're like made him do a DUI oh, test. That oh my god. Like in front of everybody. It's pretty good. Um let's take a a break and uh we'll talk about our pro taper. Lock on grip and uh, A-Ray. Oh, wait. It was oh, A-Ray Oakland muddy jersey, so we're not doing that. Anyway, oh, yeah. We'll figure that out during the break, but we'll see you. Uh, we'll talk to you in a couple minutes. Race Tech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company with over 35 years' experience personalizing your suspension setups. Race Tech gold valves provide a plush feel, which drastically improve bottoming resistance and increased traction. Did you know that in addition to being some of the coolest people on motocross, the crew at WUSA are the official importers of Talon, Kite, and Edge hubs, as well as the leading resource for DID and Excel rims. Through the years, we've tested plenty of aftermarket wheels, and the wheel building crew at WUSA can't be beat. WUSA is the source for all things associated with wheels, including sprockets, spoke wrenches, tire irons, and more. Mention Swap Moto Live when ordering anything from WUSA and get a nice little discount too. Check them out at WUSA.com. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at GuiltlessFoodCo.com. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. G'day guys, this is nine times X Games gold medalist Jared McNeil. Off the motocross bike, I spend plenty of time cross-training on my intense mountain bike. From the super fast and efficient sniper cross-country bike, to the aggressive primer and tracer trail bikes, or even the amazing taser e-bike. Every intense is designed and developed in the United States and built to the highest standards. A life on two wheels certainly includes pedals too, so give the crew at IntenseCycles.com a look. Everyone, welcome back to the Kickstart Podcast presented by Pro Taper. 
Um, so last week we offered up a pair of grips and a muddy. Oh, fuck. What? Sorry, this is Steve Empter. I just That's re- right. Okay. <laughs> we we offered up a uh, <laughs> a pair of grips and a muddy A Ray jersey from Oakland, and uh, didn't happen. So we have a regular jersey we give away. Yeah, we'll have to figure something out. Yeah, we can oh. do that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, the winner is Fester Steve. He said, uh, when the video freezes, like on this episode, you should have a photo of Sam on the screen instead of four of you guys. Yeah, because last, yeah. last, week, <laughs> last week the memory card filled up. Oh, God. And so I, instead of in the ProTaper logo, I just froze us. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but Wait, I, I, I formatted it, the card. Does anybody want to talk to this guy? Uh, I kind of do. Oh, I like yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I like yeah, his tell, him, tell, tell him to call in. Hey, Cade. Hey. Do you have Swap's number? Uh, yeah, why? Yeah, uh, call, call, call in. You're on the yeah, show. Yeah, call him. Why? Call him real why? quick. <laughs> Just call him real quick. I'm not, I, I already promised Steve the fucking purse rights. Oh, oh, right. oh you promised soft. Steve purse rights. Soft, soft. All right. All right. I'll hang up on his ass now. Okay, all right. I got to go. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, oh yeah hey which is which is understandable like i understand yeah, that yeah, yeah. you know you, yeah. you, hey hey steve steve takes his job very seriously he does, yeah. he does. remember i tried to do the podcast while i was in vegas oh he wouldn't let you no, yeah no yeah he just turned the radio up yeah <laughs> turned the radio up while we were freaking <laughs> driving um but yeah so yeah we had a technical difficulty last week but i will say <laughs> For all you people on YouTube that talk shit on our little loft here at McGrath Motorsports, our low ceiling and our metal chingus, this is the last podcast from this location. We got a new office. New office next week. and uh, I haven't even been there yet. I need to go there. You haven't? No. We're going after this because okay. I'm going to head over there. Okay. But yeah, so anyway, I format the card. <laughs> this whole podcast thing is a pain in the ass, dude. Like... Do you know the first podcast? Y'all are just so damn needy. Yeah. But so the Zoom recorder comes with this little clip-on microphone that has like one microphone this way and one that way. And it's like, it looks like a breathalyzer. But uh, (laughs) the first podcast I ever did when we were still Transworld, I did it in the front seat of my truck with foam over the windows and over the thing. Mm -hmm. With the thing sitting on the dashboard between me and Malcolm. In his driveway. Yeah, and then I remember, I remember we did one of the first ones, um, in my in my townhouse in Corona. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whenever I lived in in Corona. Yeah. yeah. It was me, you, and Anton just in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that townhouse. I thought about moving to those, and then I saw the rent, and I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> yeah, dude, those those things are nice. I think they're going up though. But yeah, I love. There was that. crime happening there though. Yeah, That's there's right. a lot of stuff stolen. Yeah. Work you don't want to live somewhere. You, you don't want to live somewhere. You can't leave your truck running and unlocked. <laughs> the keys, in the, the keys bro, in the ignition. Bro, I okay. Yes, I, yeah, I, I left the keys in the ignition of my truck, and my truck got stolen. Yes, but I lived in the freaking trailer park in Lake Elsinore, oceanfront, with crackheads all around. I had a neighbor that had a pet, like, well, what are those fucking birds? Uh, parrot, parrot. Yeah, that would shit. Down his back, uh, and he would sit. Right? He would, yeah, he would sit on the shoulder and shit all the way down the guy's back. Those were my neighbors. I, I was living in my motorhome. Left my keys in my truck every single night, and it never got stolen. Yeah, and then you were in a the gated bo- community. Gated community. 
in Corona, in a nice part of Corona. Nice yeah. part of Corona, and my truck gets stolen. I guess, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess when people are looking for stuff to steal, I don't they're probably think, not I don't going think, to trailer parks. They're not going <laughs> to the ghetto. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't oh, know. Geez. Lesson learned. Okay, so uh, so Amter gets the jersey and the grips. Congratulations. And, At least uh, I don't have to ship it. Huh? Yeah, we'll just deliver it, hand it to him. Hand yeah, deliver yeah, yeah. this time, yeah. So uh, we were talking about some different pro taper products, right? We've always given away grips. We're always giving away bars and uh, whole shot devices. Mm-hmm. Uh, they make chains and sprockets, too. Yes. yes. So uh, this week we're going to give away a pro taper gold chain. Ooh. Heck yeah. A 520, 120 link. This works even if you don't have a bike and you just wear it around your neck. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so guys, if you want a new chain for your dirt bike, comment on SwapMotoLive.com on the Kickstart Podcast post. Not on YouTube. I'm seeing a lot of YouTube comments and a lot of emails. I don't know why. Uh, dude, why are yeah, people are think they could email us? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, just comment on the website. Just comment oh, on the website. It's easy. It's super easy. You enter your email address and we'll contact you that way. And, uh, yeah, win a chain. And you're testing those chains. Yes. Right? Yes. Mm. Yeah, they just sent me some to, to try. I've been – the reason I, I want I want to try it first because, you know, usually, you know, on the race bikes, we, we kind of break them in for the first practice. I need to see how much it stretches and, like, what – we need to go like as far as like a plan, like with the chain throughout the day, if it's a new chain on race day. So mm-hmm. that's whatever I say, like, Hey, I'm going to test the chain, you know, practice with it first. See, yeah. like, see if, you know, if it stretches, how much it stretches, you know, in a time frame on that and all of that. So here lately I have been, I've been buying chains, you know, from, to make the motorsports, just some mm-hmm. DID chains. So luckily, uh, the guys over at pro taper have a, such like I don't know, it's like a whole book of just awesome products, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like you said, sprockets, the salad, you know, whole shot device, bars, grips, everything. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I'm excited to try out these new chains. Yeah, you know what I ordered from Pro Taper the other day? What did you order? Some dealer signs. There you go <laughs> for our new shop. Nice. That'd right? be sick. Yeah. yeah, but um, hey, along those lines, uh, uh, WUSA, mm-hmm. uh, Kristen and Anderson emailed me last week. We have our own discount code. Oh, for W. Yeah, so if you're ordering huge. online uh, on WUSA.com, SwapMoto is the discount code. Nice. And uh, it, furthermore, if you call in and order a set of wheels, which you should do. You should just call Yes. It. You should uh, mention SwapMoto Live Show, and uh, you get a discount for that too. And then that reminds me, dude, like I asked them for a set of edge wheels. I was going to say, does the discount work on edge wheels too? Yeah, edge wow. wheels. So i got to call John. Or John, you're probably listening. Where's those green edge wheels? <laughs> we got to test the uh, SR450 last week. Yeah. The new Cowie. And, Looks good. Uh, dude, it's so sick looking. And then. You look you so know, factory in that picture you posted. Dude, right? right? Oh, oh dude. He got on. I was like, oh, I got a snap one. <laughs> <laughs> the fit pick. Oh, yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah. But it's funny. So this year, for some reason, like I was like, oh. You know, because when we do numbers, we always Dude, for as long as I can remember, like at Cycle News to Dirt Rider to MX Racer to here, I've always done the the bike, like 125s, I always started with 10, mm-hmm. right? Because it's a 1, and 250s with a 2, and now 450s with a 4. Yeah. So I was like, oh, well, we're getting all these factory edition bikes, and we're going to have to have a shootout. Like, what am I going to do? And I was like, 
book, and I'm just going to go with the rider's numbers. So yeah. we put a 21 on the Cowie, mm-hmm. and these people are like, is that Anderson's bike? Yeah. Like, why would they let a squid like me ride Anderson's bike, right? But, uh, but yeah, so the Factory Edition Cowie this year, it has uh, – the only difference is the show suspension. It's got a show oh. A kit instead of KYB. Um, I'll hold my comments about that because the first – First impression video is not out yet, but we did that on uh, Tuesday, and uh, we had Kyle Vara from Bell out to test with this. I, I'm really bummed that he wasn't in O'Neill gear. He, wasn't he was. In oh, he was. Yeah. Okay, he was enjoying the ride. Okay, that's he was all that sketchy. That's yeah. all that matters. And he got sketchy. He got rear-ended by uh, Mitchell Falk. <laughs> oh man! Like, so I, I on the Kyle comes in and says the the right hand turn that you drop down after the finish line straight away. You know what I'm talking about? Which At Glen Helen. Oh, yeah. Right-hand turn, drop down. He's in that turn. He says Mitchell just rear-ended him there, and then they helped both helicoptered off the drop-off. Oh, my God. I can say off his GoPro that I was editing this morning, that looks like what happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Holy cow. And so, But then I texted Mitchell. I was like, hey, dude, are you okay? And he's like, oh, I dislocated my shoulder, but I'm good. Thanks for checking. Oh, shit. And I'm all, hey, man, what happened? Like, was my test rider at fault? And he goes, oh, yeah, it's no big deal, dude. He he fell coming out of that corner, but I went wide, and, and I was already in the air. And so I just landed on his oh, bike shit. when he fell. It don't look like what happened. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like uh, Kyle got rear-ended. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, heal up quick Mitchell. Yeah, dislocated his shoulder. Damn. But uh, more so, heal up kicks, 450SR. <laughs> yeah, dude, my my muffler is blown Muffler's to pieces. Muffler's gone. Header's Dang. header looks messed up. The header was messed up. I know yeah. the front number plate was broken off. Vara doesn't have very good luck at Glen Helen. Why? What else happened? Well, no, oh yeah, no, because no, like, day in the dirt. Yeah, yeah, day in the dirt. Oh, got KO'd. Yeah, he got KO'd. Yeah, maybe more. No more cowies at Glen Helen for Vara. Yeah, <sighs> I was very scared, and worried after my day in the dirt spill. <laughs> but uh. But yeah, so we did that, and then we did something else. Oh, we went riding on Friday at Paris. We did. Yeah, because that was Thursday. Yeah. Was it? Th- no, it was Friday. No, no, I'm saying we went to Glen Helen Thursday because we rode right the day after, yeah. Oh, yeah, Friday, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh, I got to fix that, though. I got Tuesday. Oh, the vlogs? <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, we went to Paris and rode Friday, and it was rutted, dude. Like. Not fun. Like, I had that same anxiety <laughs> feeling. The first uh, practice session at Loretta Lindsay, I went. I was like, "Why are the ruts on the straightaways?" <laughs> oh man! <laughs> you know what? It, it feels like uh, when we go to a bike park and they have like the awkward sections where you're just supposed to ride on a, a log, like a two by four. Yeah, yeah, like that all day. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was gnarly fun, conditions. It was good. Scrub Daddy was not happy. No, because even the outside lines had ruts. Oh, so yeah, he couldn't ride around. Pissed. He couldn't ride around the outside, putting around, going like this, waving at his friends. <laughs> <laughs> and then just gas it and just throw a big whip over there. Yeah, he had to keep his hands on the bars. But I don't know, man. What did you guys do on the weekend with no race? I was pumped. I rode my bicycle both days. I uh, I went to I went to Kentucky. Um, you know, to see Sam. We're, I'm not going to be able to see her for a couple of weeks because she's she's got a work trip. She's going to the Bahamas. Yeah, oh. did we figure out the sex oh, yeah. of the boss? And- yeah. The what? Is the boss a man? Is he male? The supervisor? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I don't know who's all going. I don't know. She's just got a free trip to the Bahamas. That's all I know. Mm. Sick. She's taking one of her friends. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's badass, though. Yeah, I went over there, uh, hung out with her, hung out with her dog, you know, just did some cool stuff. And then uh, I flew home yesterday and uh, 
Hartraft had a going away party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to ask you about this. When is he moving? Uh, no, he's he left about thirty minutes ago. He flew no out. way! I know. Yeah, he flew out about thirty minutes ago. Yeah, he's headed back to New Jersey. Um, so yeah, we had a little going away deal. Get what, together. Did he last hire night. a mover to like pack up his house and shit? Cause, uh, uh, no, he had he had a couple friends help out. I mean, yeah, they had a mover and you know ship it everything. Ship it. Back, yeah. yeah. But uh, but for the most part, yeah. I mean, it's all it's all packed up. And they're they're headed back. That's crazy. Man. Yeah, That's no. kind of like I had a speech, started crying. It was a whole deal. Friends leaving. Yeah. Um, yeah. I bet. <laughs> yeah, it's but, like weird. Uh, close close a chapter on his career, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I talked to him a little bit last night. I don't really know, you know, what his his future holds with with, with racing, but I do feel like he's pretty strong minded, and if he does want to race in. I think that he'll he'll be able to do it. Has he started saying stuff like that? What do you mean? Like, yeah, I want to race. Yes, but I don't think he wants to race Supercross. He's like, oh, dude, I'm gonna ride. I'm gonna have a dirt bike. Like, there's no way I'm not gonna ride. You know, but I don't know to what extent he's going to ride yet. You know, yeah. he's like, he was watching that arena cross. He's like, man, I, I, I might, <laughs> oh, no, I might could try something like that. I'm like, I, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. He just needs to get better. He's he's still got a lot of surgeries um, to go. Mm-hmm. Um, he's well. He's having surgery at the end of the week on his shoulder. His, sho- his shoulder is really really bad. So, yeah. Um, and then, and then I think he still has to get his hip looked at because he broke his shoulder and his dislocated his hip. But his hip was out for a super long time. Oh. So, so those, once uh... he gets his shoulder done, he's gonna get his hip checked out. So it's it's like a, it's a lot. That's what's so crazy when you have like a horrific crash, right? Mm-hmm. Doctors are always like paying attention to the main injury. Yeah, first. Main Obviously, injury. his back is priority, right? But it's like he probably has a bunch of other little things that they didn't even yeah mm-hmm. yeah look at or think about. Yeah. So yeah, apparently his shoulder is very very uh, like it's it's going to be tough to get back with the shoulder because. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have to go in. Like he went to, a, he's going to a shoulder specialist, but he has like some nerve stuff going on. So if the shoulder specialist can't do it, he's got to go to like a neurosurgeon or something like that, like a, mm-hmm. to a trauma trauma center. Yeah, yeah. Is his uh, wife from New Jersey as well? No, she's from Alabama. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So like, action. I mean, yeah, big country, big country. Yeah. Is she bummed not to be California living now? She is bummed. She is bummed. She she said it's a little too soon. Like she loved, you know, they they both loved being here, right? Yeah. I mean, it just uh, like it financially makes sense for them to move back to New Jersey right now mm-hmm. together, and uh, and until Brandon can get up and going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you're listening, uh, Brandon Hartraff's Road Recovery account is still open. Yeah. So roadrecovery.com. And then also Custom Upfits is doing that trailer. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's doing that trailer. When is he going to give that away? I I don't know, but uh you guys if you haven't seen this, do go it's to sick. Custom Upfits yeah. and look at this trailer. It's amazing. You know what Todd over there at Custom Upfits does with these trailers, these vans, all this stuff. It's like magic. Yeah. It's badass. So if you haven't already, go over there to Custom Upfits and look at that. Um they have a uh a drawing, I guess you could enter to mm-hmm. win this uh, custom up. It's Brendan Hartraff trailer. Okay, so what is what was the contest that that Dahmer won with custom up? It's he, he. I don't know. He won. Uh, he won the old Barsha build out stuff. Okay, but that was also to build to benefit road recovery somehow, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, like so, a so, thing, so Dahmer buys $100 worth of tickets on the Barsha thing, right? Yeah. And Dahmer wins, right? And oh, it's shit. legit. Like, yeah. Yeah, we're friends with Todd and everything, but he got drawn. So I'm like, dude, I was looking at things of that that trailer. I'm all, yeah, I'm going to buy a bunch of tickets for that. Yeah. But it's like, if I win, right? If if, if we saw one alive wins, right? Like, are we going to keep it? Or is it like, is it like uh, ethically uh, required for us to redonate it and raffle it off again? Dahmer didn't redonate his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was not for uh, a certain cause. It was just road recovery. In I want to say it was the Loretta's. I say, I say if it? you, hey, yeah. uh, Brandon Hartraff, he's like, dude, that trailer's sick. Like, he's like, I like that fucking trailer a lot. I say, maybe, yeah. maybe, <laughs> maybe if Swap Moto Live wins it, we just give it to Brandon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that thing's badass. So yeah, I encourage you because I think that trailer is posted on Road Recovery's website too, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Or you can go to customupfits.com yeah. and find it. But, uh, yeah. And Custom Upfits also has an Instagram. Uh, he does all these, like, skits and, and funny videos, too, with the with the trailers. And, Dressed up like Elvis. Yep, yep. So just you can go over to his Instagram, his website, anything like that. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anton, what did you do with the weekend off? I watched a lot of racing still. Nice. Uh, I watched the Dortmund Supercross from Germany. That was entertaining. And then I watched the Chili Bowl Midget Race from Oklahoma. <laughs> and then uh, – and then we went and ate, took our little guy out to dinner a couple times. So, yeah, just party. Heck, yeah. So, is that it? No racing. We don't have anything else to talk about. No. I dug some sick mountain bike jumps. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you, have you seen all the jumps he's been building there, Ray? No, I, like, I did see a photo. I, did, I didn't see, like, where so, it was. We were wondering so if we went? could maybe get, like, a sketchy banner put on one of the landings. Heck, yeah. But wait, so he went and tried it, and you're like, Oh. No, so okay, so we we originally d- dug in this little canal just because it was convenient because we just had to do bowl to bowl, right? Mm. And like it's cool, but like for an enduro bike, it's so tight and not that challenging that it was really not that fun. Oh. So now we're going on the other side of the hill where it's a little more open and we can build faster, bigger stuff. Uh huh. Yeah. Nice. Gonna have to come out to the undisclosed location. Yeah, undisclosed. <laughs> undisclosed. That's in Hesperia, right? Yeah. Yeah, Hesperia. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Is I was on Saturday, uh, Emptor, mm-hmm. Steve Emptor and I, we went to Holy Crux. And uh, <laughs> yeah. we're riding and having an amazing time. But there's this one part of the trail where that's uh, – well, you've ridden there with me, right? You know, Caldera, you're in the, the uh, switchbacks at the bottom, and then yep. there's that, like, little sketchy bridge. Yeah. Yeah. So the ground is eroded away in front of the bridge. So there's actually like a collapsed piece of <laughs> earth there. And so I've ridden there like five times in the last like two weeks. Mm-hmm. So I just, because you're coming at fast. Yeah. I bunny hop the the missing ground and land on the bridge. Yeah. That's messed up. And keep going. And I've never gotten out of control or anything, but I've never stopped to look at how sketchy it is. I'm just like, ah, fuck it. Hopefully I make it. And I do it. <clears throat> we end up at the end of the canyon. I, I pull up first and then there's like two trucks with a big wood structure in the truck and then the other truck has mountain bikes in it and so i pull up and i'm waiting for all my friends and they come and i'm like looking and i kind of hear them going is that is that swap is that swap auto i'm like oh and i look like hey how's it going guys and i look and one of the guys is this guy taylor who's uh on instagram his name is the single track surgeon oh but he and his dad have built they actually built all those fun trails the holocrux so it's like I'm all starstruck, dude. I'm like, oh, 
hey, are you are you Taylor? <laughs> Take a picture of me. <laughs> oh shit! But uh, they were going to uh, put a new bridge in, oh, nice. that sketchy bridge. And then later, the guy DMs me and he goes, "Check this out!" And he sends a video of him standing there, and the old bridge is there. And he goes, "Yeah, so today is the day we're replacing the bridge with a you know a better bridge." He goes, "Let's see how sturdy it is." And he like grabs it and goes, <laughs> and just throws oh. it. Like, and I'm like, "Oh, dude, I've been jumping on that." Oh my gosh, that's sketchy. So, but I'm looking back, looking forward to going back. There you go. Checking out the new and improved. Bridge. Caldera Bridge. <laughs> yeah, so I did that Saturday, and then Sunday I went to my old stomping grounds in Altadena where I grew up. Yeah. And rode e-bikes with uh, Kyle and Humberto and Big Air Todd and Mike from Yamaha. Heck yeah. Yeah, so Mike from Yamaha the whole time, I'm like, I'm riding, and he's up in front of me, and I'm riding with Kyle, and he's like, hey, so how was that Cow ESR? And I'm all, he was really good, yeah. You know, like. But I didn't get to keep it. He's out. Did you get to keep it? I go, I didn't get to keep it yet. The other titles have to ride it first. And then Cowie's going to Cowie's gonna give it to me. And, you know, because I can only ride this Yamaha so long because Pat Foster wants it. <laughs> you know, we don't get two 450s. I'm like talking kind of loud. Yeah. <laughs> or it's just like, fuck you. I don't even have one for myself yet. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've was, I was seen him in the in the line at uh, the, uh, you know, Anaheim. And we were, we were talking about the new bike, and he was, like, curious about it. He's like, oh, man. Like, he's, cause you, you can tell he wants to ride one himself. Mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. it was cool. But, yeah. And then, uh, well, I mean, you're a Yosh Mira guy. Mm-hmm. You're sponsored by Yosh. The pipe, did it improve the bike? Like, Biggie sent me something. He's like, improved it by, like, 18% or something. Like. Yeah, it improved a little bit, yes. Um, they gave me a different uh, insert, and that and that helped a lot for the for the pipe. So yeah. it, Where at? Back insert? Yeah, the back more insert. More bottom end? Or? Yeah, it gave it a little bit more bottom end, a little bit more pep. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, because, like, in the past, the past however many years, I haven't felt that an aftermarket part makes a YZ450 better, right? Because mm-hmm. it's so good stock, mm-hmm. and then you have the app to change and everything. Yeah. And uh, for sure, I've put pipes on, like, in 22 and 21 and taken them off. Yeah. Know, stock ones. But, like, FMF gave me a pipe for the 23, and it's better. Yeah. Like, it's much better. So, I guess the bike can be improved on even as good as it is. Yeah. I kind of want a pipe to make the bottom end of my YG2VDF a little less aggressive. Less? He put a Henson in. The Henson is unreal. Wow. It's yeah. Like, yeah. It's crazy what a clutch will do, huh? It's nuts. You don't think of nuts. a clutch after my clutch is a performance improvement you no. think it was like a durability thing exactly, right yeah, yeah but yeah like because it's not slipping as much down low yeah like we we did the henson install at henson a couple of weeks ago and then chase wrote and was like Jared, it's so powerful down low <laughs> <laughs> that's badass yeah it's pretty cool yeah but, hey, um, man, hey those henson clutches they hey, those guys know what they're doing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh hey i got your graphics in the car awesome remember that back agent designs. don agent yeah. don four sets <laughs> Four nice. sets with the flow logo in the proper place. There we go. Flow logo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, flow pegs. I was thinking flow neon like colored flow no, pegs. No, no, <laughs> FLO. Um, so guys, that's it for uh, this week's Kickstart podcast, presented by Pro Taper. We are headed to San Diego this weekend. Again, if you want to uh, win a Pro Taper chain, comment on SwapMotorLive.com, and uh, we will talk to you next Monday from our new location. Oh, happy MLK Day. Yeah, happy MLK Day. And, uh, yeah, Anton, drive safely on your way home. Yep.
Yeah, we're good. We're good. I've been parked on a back road where I ride my bicycle for like an hour, and nobody's <laughs> come by, so we're good. <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right. And Here I'm guys. the baby to sleep. All right, boys. See ya. Later. See ya. Thanks for listening, guys. Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.
Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.